BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Please get a moat, get some gates, yeah. some armed guards, get Crocodiles, all, of that all that. What's up? What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast. Podcast brought to you by Hip Hop DX, where we keep you updated on everything happening in hip hop culture. I am one of your lovely hip hop enthusiast host, Asia Sky. And I'm your other hip hop enthusiast host, A Dub. Yes, it's Friday. Big weekend energy right now. Big weekend. Happy Friday. Yes. So Eminem has a stalker and the court case is finally heating up. Mm-hmm. Pooh Shiesty has just made his late night TV debut. Koi Ray and Rico Nasty may have a little beef, a little shade going on between them. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of new music on deck. We got Young Thug, Saweetie, Conway the Machine. J.I.D. has an update on his album. It's a lot going on out here, so let's get into it. Okay, so Eminem had a stalker. I didn't know this. Yeah, um, it's been going on for a while now, it looks like. Um, it happened back in 2019. It was like an accident where um, this stalker, this guy had broken to Eminem's house and was like asking where Eminem is and things like that. So it was kind of serious. So it was a stan, if it, you will. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yes, uh, Asia was a stan. So. <laughs> but um, the guy who is a stan is Matthew David Hughes. So he was arrested for breaking into Eminem's home uh, last year. And according to a report by Detroit Free Press, the prosecutors have finally convinced a judge to allow evidence that the man tried to stalk the Detroit legend months before. So to oh. help in the case of like this man is crazy, he was right. out to get Eminem or things like that. So Yeah, I'm trying you know. to figure out why they wouldn't allow them to, you know, show that evidence in court. Like this yeah. man tried to stalk me for months. And y'all did nothing. And now look what it led to him being actually in Eminem's house. Yeah. That's scary. That is scary. Can you imagine? Like, <laughs> That's super ugh. scary. Yeah, I'm telling you. We need to put the stand instrumental under this. Like, for sure. That is a stand for real. <laughs> so walk me through this incident of what happened when he popped up in Eminem's house. Because I'm looking at these details and this is crazy. Yes, so um, it says here that Matthew, the home invader, was later discovered sleeping in a guest house next to the home of Eminem. Oh, wow. Um, Police also reported that he was spotted lurking around another house nearby looking for Eminem earlier that night. And then um, it also says that uh, Matthew found himself in this situation after breaking into his Detroit home in April 2020. So it seems like he's like back and forth. This is an ongoing thing. Yeah, it's really crazy. Wow. So he is obsessed with this man. 
And I saw that Eminem actually sold the home in 2017. So that wasn't even his house at the time. Yeah, apparently. One of one of the houses that he was stalking wasn't Eminem's house anymore. Mm hmm. Okay, got it. No, that that's crazy. Yeah, and then one more crazy thing is um it says here that Eminem even woke up to the man standing behind him and asking and asked the man what he was doing in his home. Yo. So he was like face to face with this man. Like that's crazy to Yo, me. Yo, to wake up to somebody standing in your house. Oh my god. Ooh. He might be lucky Eminem didn't shoot him. Yeah. I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised Eminem didn't have any type of weapon near or around Something. or any security. Like, you just Eminem in your house sleep <laughs> with no protection. I just always wonder how these people get into these celebs' homes. Like, it's always something. They be breaching, <laughs> they be breaching the fortress. For sure. I, I also saw here that it says uh, when the man was confronted, he said that he was there in Eminem's home to kill him. Mm-hmm. Like, at the security, had to wrestle with him. There was a tussle of some sort. And he had to, like, basically just hold him off until the cops came, which is insane. That is insane. That's so scary. <laughs> I just want that man to get the mental health, he, the mental help that he needs. Mm -hmm. And I want Eminem to get a more secure home. Yeah, like, please, please. Get, get a moat, get some gates, yeah. some armed guards, <laughs> get all of that. Because all that. <laughs> waking up to somebody standing over you, mm-mm. No, that's that's trauma forever. Yeah, can't do it. Oh, now on to more positive news. Pooh Shiesty. Our boy. Big brr. Big brr. <laughs> has made his late night TV debut. Yes. So early in his career. This is dope. That is dope. Um, So he went on TV on Wednesday night on The Tonight Show with starring Jimmy Fallon to perform Back in Blood with Lil Durk of all songs. Out of all the songs on, pub, on live television, <laughs> a late night talk show that so everybody watches Back in Blood. Come get it back in blood. Wow, Hello. this is this is dope. Um, a lot of people couldn't even believe that Jimmy Fallon even let <laughs> let him perform that song on the show because it's it's not the family friendliest of songs. It's really not like you know I got, don't need no security with me. Got my fire with me. Like a little dirt, <laughs> you know. OTF. Like it's everything. He he was dissing my cousin. Now he in a backwood. Yeah, <laughs> like whoa. This is crazy. <laughs> so, um, but. I, I saw them performing it, and, like, every other word was bleeped out. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, oh, why are they bleeping out the words? I'm like, y'all do know this is, you know, television. Like, you can't cuss on TV. Right. So, or it won't show. They won't play the performance. So. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I was wondering, I wanted to see, like, the audience reaction to this, because in the, the clip I saw, I couldn't really see, like, Jimmy Fallon's reaction or anybody in the audience. Yeah. And I would have loved to see that, like, if they was vibing with it or if they was like what is this right that would have been really cool to see yeah because usually like before covid they would have like the performers there and then like jimmy fallon or whatever would pop on the stage right and they'll talk a little bit mm -hmm. and a lot of people wanted to see that too but i couldn't tell if like i know i know he's back jimmy fallon's back in the studio right i think the audience is limited but i don't know if mm -hmm. the performance performers are back in there but either right. or but it would have been nice to see that Talk with Jimmy Fallon and Pooh Shiesty and Little Dirk. Like. Yeah, no, that would have been really cool. Yeah. But either way, I was glad to see him up there. Glad to see him get his TV debut. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it was just a good performance. Um, yeah. Uh, if anybody hasn't heard the song before, before they watch that, they definitely don't know what it's about. Because... <laughs> 
every other word was definitely bleeped out, but exactly. still, big ups to Big Brr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, on to Coyle Ray and Rico Nasty. There's some sort of back and forth going on with them right now? Yeah, um, apparently they've had a little spat between each other uh, a couple months ago or a while back, and it was kind of like on in the sense of Coyle Ray was saying that she was better than Rico Nasty, she dresses better, she looks better, her music is better. Why did she better. say that? She was, you know, just what feeling started her, it? Just feeling herself. And I guess they were already getting a lot of comparisons, and maybe Coyle Ray was like, well, just don't compare because I'm better type oh, thing. Oh, wow. So um, that that was always going on, and they had a little spat on Twitter, uh, like I said, a while back, where they're actually addressing each other. Oh. And because Rico was like, you know, before, I guess, Coyle Ray was popping off, um, Rico would be like, um, has your songs uh, charted yet? Like, what's your streams looking like? Like, don't come for me and things like that. <laughs> so there's always been tension between these two. Oh. And it looks like um, what happened recently is someone had commented for Rico Nasty to do a collab with Coyle Ray. Right. And Rico Nasty was like, no. <laughs> and then it brought up all the uh, comparisons again of like, who's better, Rico Nasty versus Coyle Ray. And people had, people, people were saying Rico Nasty was definitely better than Coyle Ray. And then Coyle Ray jumps on Twitter and is like, keep that same energy when my album dropped. Like, I woke up this morning trending. Like, <laughs> so that's what's going on, Rico Nasty and Coyle Ray, if you've seen them, um, their oh, names. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hate it, man. It has to every time with women in rap. Why? It's like, always two put it's up like together. Inevitable mm-hmm. that they get pitted against each other. Yeah. And I don't know the actual origin origin of it. Like why Coyle Ray even went in in the first place. Like oh, I'm just so much better than her. Yeah. But it just this doesn't have to be the case. This doesn't have to be the situation. Yeah, like come on, ladies. Let's let's come on. Let's kumbaya. Let's yeah. come together. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but on on a music note, still, mm-hmm. there's new music out, new music Friday vibes. Yeah, a lot of new music is out today. Young Thug dropped Slime Language 2. Finally. We've been waiting on this one. Mm-hmm. Now he came with 23 songs. I was like, okay, Young Thug. It's a lot for a tape right now. So. That's a tape tape. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, he's got features on all the songs except one. Yeah, there's a bunch of big people on there, too. So, yeah, no, it's, it's stacked. He's got Travis Scott on the album. He's got Drake coming mm. out the gate with the heavy hitters, okay? Right. The Six God. He's got Rowdy Rebel up there, Lil Baby, Lil Uzi. Mm-hmm. Coyle Ray is on there, who we're just talking about. Lil Keed, Big Sean, Future, YNW Melly. He got features from people that's in jail right now. <laughs> like, how he do it? <laughs> Let me know. He got Young Blue on the tape. Kid Cuddy's up there. I mean, there's just features on features on features. I could go on. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to listening to this today. We're recording this early, so mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to listen to this uh, later on. Yeah. Now, also, we have new music from Saweetie. Yeah, her Pretty Summer playlist, season one, that we talked about a couple episodes back, that dropped today. Yes. Mm-hmm. But on one of the songs, a little spicy, because <laughs> she does address the Quavo breakup on the project. Ooh, so. mm-hmm. I heard it. She was talking spicy. It was track number three. Uh, this song called Seesaw with Kendra J. Yeah, she had a she had a couple things to get off her chest. Yeah, she was saying uh, Quavo was like narcissist and humping on thoughts and all this <laughs> other stuff. So can we hear a little bit of that? Can we hear a little, a little 
taste of that. Feeling dangerous, I thought you was my anchor. But you ain't shit and on some real shit. Tell me what the problem is. Say you go do better, but it's always just the opposite. How you fumble the baddest bitch? Are you a dumb nigga? You got nerves telling me all these threats when you wrong. That's a big trigger. How you figure? Ain't the woman that you thought you was humping thoughts. Fucking narcissist, you just made you go so, so she made it clear. She made it clear. She like, all right, you was cheating on me. You're a narcissist. And, you know, I, I tend to believe her on the narcissist thing because when the whole breakup happened, his tweet, oh, yeah, you are not the woman I thought you were. That is typical, typical. narcissist behavior. Right. Pointing so, the finger at somebody else. I'm not going to say Quavo is a narcissist. I don't know Quavo, but mm -hmm. that tweet was definitely narcissistic. Very, very much so. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but that was that was cool to hear Saweetie address that and get to it that fast, because even like with the stuff that Quavo was putting out when he was rapping about Repo and the Bentley and all that type of stuff. Like, I like that. The, the fact that they're addressing it on in the music and on wax that fast. Like, yeah, I like to hear that. So mm -hmm. good, good energy um, on the Saweetie track. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. positive energy up there. Yeah. <laughs> We also have new music from Conway. He dropped La Maquina. Mm. I hope I am pronouncing that correctly. It sounds about right. But either way, uh, I'll be listening to that too later on. Mm -hmm. Typical uh, Griselda greatness that I'm expecting. Exactly. Uh, also in new music, that's on the way at least, J.I.D. is working on a new album. Yeah, earlier this year, he announced that he's going to be dropping his next album, which is called The Forever Story. And he recently took the Instagram to provide some updates on what's going on with that. Yep, yeah, he hopped on. He shared a collection of photos and videos from just the album creation process. And in the caption, he said, this is how you make an album. So in the pics, we see Denzel Curry, we see Black, we see Buddy, Smino. Um, so it looks like they're all collaborating on this album process, which... Dang. Those are like typical, you know, J.I.D. collaborators and stuff like that. So I'm like, OK, I'm expecting good things from this album. I am, too. It's going to be good. I can't wait for that one. Yes. Come on. Come on, J.I.D. We mm -hmm. got to come with some heat. It's been a little minute. Yeah, it has. It's been a little minute. So we need something. But I'm excited for this. Hopefully he puts out the song with Black first. Like, I want to hear them together again. Yeah, I do, too. Like that, that would be the, the thing to come out the gate with, if you ask me. OK. Mm -hmm. A&R Asia, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a good note to end on today. Plenty yeah. of new music to get into. There's new music on the horizon. We're going to let you get into it, get your weekend popped off. And that is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to us on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter at Hip Hop DX. Yes, follow our IG pages as well. I'm at Asia Sky. And I'm at A-Dub. <laughs> Have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday with more daily news. See ya. Hey.